Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, this is a glass half full, half empty kind of story. And depending on which way you want to look at it, it's kind of sad that uh, in today's society, it's, it's come to this, that we need laws to recognize common sense. And at the same time, I, I think this is really encouraging. What's happened in Utah? We've talked a lot about free-range kids and helicopter parenting and bubble-wrapped kids and all of these terms, which essentially all speak to the same thing, that we're not giving our kids enough freedom. We hover over our kids too much. We're too worried about what might happen to them. They're not experiencing childhood. They're not experiencing life. They're not learning things like they once did, including, obviously, independence. So to that end, the state of Utah has become the first in the U.S., maybe the first anywhere, to legalize a bill or to bring in a bill that legalizes what's known as free-range parenting. The parents who let their kids walk to and from school, parents who let their kids play outside unattended, be home alone, are not going to find themselves in trouble with the law, are not going to have their kids removed from their home. And we've talked about cases where that's happened. As shocking as it is. So Utah has codified this into law to make it clear that this is not a problem. We're not going to go after parents who give their kids some freedom and independence. That doesn't mean that you're legalizing neglect or abuse. And I suppose where that line is, is subjective. But this is, I think, certainly a step in the right direction. I know our next guest thinks so. We've spoken to her many times, and I think this is a real crowning achievement for her. Lenore Skenazy. Wrote the book Free Range Kids, is the founder of the Free Range Parenting Movement, and is also president of Let Grow. LetGrow.org is the website of this new nonprofit she has recently launched. Joining us to talk more about all of this is Lenore Skenazy. Lenore, great to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Oh, well, thank you. I feel like, you know, the phone has been ringing a lot today, but you, I take. You, well, you've I appreciate been with that. Me for a, long, <laughs> a long time. Well, this is getting a lot of attention. Uh, your thoughts, uh, some, some general impressions of, of what's happened in Utah and how significant it is. Okay, well, uh, you know, I want people to be able to send their kids out to have basically an old-fashioned childhood. I never thought free-range kids was dangerous or radical. It's basically raising kids probably the way you were raised, you know, like you can you can walk to school, you can play outside, you're, you know, probably it was hockey, you're up mm-hmm. in Canada, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, run an errand, something like that. And, and so I popularized that idea just by saying, you know, our kids are better off when they have some freedom. They learn to roll with some punches, they solve their own problems, they become really human beings instead of little bonsai plants that we just keep indoors. So uh, then I started hearing, uh, you know, I started my blog, the Free Range Kids blog, 
10 years ago and and people you know disagreed fine but the ones who agreed with me some of them said you know i want to send my kids outside but i just read an article about some people getting arrested in maryland for letting their kids walk home from the park or lenore i can't you know i'm writing to you at three in the morning i let my kid wait in the car for two minutes while i was picking up my dry cleaning today someone called 911 and tomorrow i'm going to be investigated for child abuse and so i realized that um we are so hysterical when it comes to danger and we fantasize about it so much and we hallucinate it that parents who give their kids normal healthy safe childhoods are being accused of endangering them simply because they're not with them every single second velcroed to their side so you can't really have people raising free-range kids until you make the law say it's legal it is legal to raise free-range kids. That's why the law is called the Free-Range Parenting Bill, because it says nobody will be arrested or investigated for negligence simply for letting their kids play outside, walk to school, ride their bikes, wait briefly in the car, or even come home with a latchkey. You know, so long as it's not crazy circumstances like no food in the house or, you know, abusing the kids, tormenting them one way or another, not, not feeding them, that's, that's all still abuse. Thank God it's considered abuse, and I want those parents to, um, you know, to have to pay. But anybody else just trusting their kids to have an old-fashioned childhood should be able to do it without fear of consequences. Indeed. Now, and, and you had some input on this bill, is that right? Oh, my God, it's my bill. Yeah, yeah. except that the way, you know, I'm, I come from a tabloid background. I was a newspaper reporter for years and years. So my bill, my version of the bill is one sentence long. <laughs> and it's just uh, our kids have the right to some unsupervised time, and we have the right to give it to them without getting arrested. So that got turned into legalese that says, you know, whereas the fourth with, you know, provisionally, constitutionally, blah, 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 blah. But basically, it's the same thing. We can give our kids some unsupervised time, and this is not considered a crime. Which seems pretty straightforward. I, I think there are those, Lenore, you know, but when, when we're, we're seen to be watering down, as some would put it, the concept of neglect, there are those who worry about the potential mm-hmm. impact of this bill. What do you say to those, those critics? I say that I'm I'm with them in terms of I don't want children being abused or neglected. And if there's any evidence of that happening, well, then we have to rectify the situation. But it is not neglect to let your kids play outside at the same age you did or walk to the store or wait at the bus stop. And parents have been arrested for all these things. And no parent should have to fear the government getting involved in their personal decisions if their decisions are old-fashioned rational ones. I mean, I'm not talking about a kid getting chained to a radiator. I'm not talking about a kid where, you know, pimped out or sold drugs or selling drugs or in a house with only drugs. I'm talking about kids, you know, getting out the hockey stick and going to play with their friends. Right. And I mean, the the age at which a kid is ready to do these things, I, I mean, people are going to disagree. I suppose it's, it's a, a subjective question anyway. Is, is it possible to define that, to put it down in writing and say, at this age, you can do X, Y, and Z? Well, to me, it's uh, whatever age you, as a parent who love and care about your kid more than the government does, uh, think is right. I know that I started, I had a stay-at-home mom, a very worried stay-at-home mom, quit her job to be home with the kids, and yet at age five, of course we were expected to walk to kindergarten. Everybody was. And when I got to the corner, the crossing guard was a 10-year-old. And now, I was just on Good Morning America yesterday, and the host of it was saying she lets, she, she walks her 12-year-old the four blocks to the bus stop every day, and somehow uh-huh. the child walks home from the bus stop without her. So clearly the mom knows that it's 
<laughs> safe enough at four in the afternoon, but not safe at eight in the morning. I mean, so she knows in her heart of heart that it's safe, but somehow she's just gotten into the habit of thinking, oh, my child, uh, you know, if I could be with my child, I should be with my child because otherwise it's wrong. And I'm just saying, if you take a step back and you think, you know, seven years old, I, my kid is old enough to walk the half mile to school. You know, eight years old, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to take this new job. It means my kid's going to be home for two hours in the afternoon before I get back. That seems okay. I was a latchkey kid. You should be able to make those decisions based on knowing your kid, your community. You know, if you live in a, in a neighborhood that's extremely dangerous, drive-by shootings, maybe you don't want them outside at all. Right. But if you live in a place that you move to because you want your kid outside, you should be able to let your kid outside. So is it? It's well, it's maybe unfortunate that that this kind of legislation is needed. Are we at the point where we yeah. actually need to to put into writing that that your kids can have some independence? I know, I know, I know. My favorite comment on, and there were eight thousand. No, sorry, seven thousand comments on this on uh, Yahoo. But one of my favorites, not that I read every seven thousand of them, was uh, "What next? Utah legalizes drinking from the hose." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, how crazy do we have to be that we need a law? But the fact is that parents have been arrested for letting their kids walk home from the park, walk to the store, wait in the car for a few minutes while their parents picked up. My, this happened to my friend, a rotisserie chicken. There, there's an FBI agent who came after her and, or pay for the gas. And, you know, people get ridiculed on Facebook. Nice job, Mom. Why don't you just, you know, throw them in a pit? It's like, because I'm not throwing them in a pit. I'm doing something that is, you know, statistically... Um, and rationally and realistically safe, but you're rewriting it in your mind as something dangerous, there should not be any reason that the law gets involved um, in, in the parenting decision when the only thing wrong with it is that somebody could imagine, well, if this was on law and order, then the guy would come up with a BB gun and he'd hold it to her head and she'd think it was a shotgun and then she'd be raped and murdered and killed, so don't let her wait in the car for three minutes while you get the chicken. I don't want laws based on hysteria and and hallucination and worst case scenarios and so uh, this is just saying stop you can't make that law here anybody who was thinking of arresting or in, in investigating a parent for letting their kid do something maybe you wouldn't let them do at age six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve okay uh you can't <laughs> you cannot the law cannot be based on hysteria and law and order episodes now, it's interesting. So when, we have, when we've had you on in the past, the, the reaction I get from probably most of my audience is that, you know, here's finally someone speaking some common sense. There are those who say, you know, who is this maniac, right? Yeah, uh, right. Well, if there weren't, I wouldn't be famous. Yeah, right? well, exactly. So given all the attention this is getting this week, and you mentioned Good Morning America and Yahoo covering this, what, what, what's your week been like? What kind of reaction have you been getting? Oh, my God. First of all, when I hang up with you, i got to go write my piece for the New York Post. I already wrote my piece that was requested by the Wall Street Journal. I've spoken to the New York Times. I'm in the Washington Post today, talking to Irish Radio tomorrow. And Canada! Yeah. <laughs> there! <laughs> right? Do you get the sense, though, the public opinion has, has shifted over the years as you've been doing this? Yeah. Are you getting more of the yeah. thank you as opposed to what's wrong with you? <laughs> I think I get more of the what's wrong with societies yeah. um, than before. I, I mean, really what I've spent 10 years doing is just saying, does this make any sense? It doesn't make any sense. We arrested the mom for letting her kid wait in the car in front of the dry cleaners, even though more kids die being dragged across parking lots than waiting in the car for a few minutes. 
Or does this make any sense? This mom was arrested for letting her kids walk home from the park, even though we all know that children are suffering from obesity and they're at home and they're on their devices and they're getting depressed and they're anxious. And this mom had her kids playing in the park in the neighborhood where she moved so her kids could be outside and playing in the park. We all remember being outside and playing in the park and suddenly she's being investigated for child neglect. That doesn't make sense. So I feel like, you know, you say one thing long enough and you have a blog and you have a background in tabloid journalism, so you're good at some headlines and you can get somewhere. Well, we mentioned the nonprofit that you founded recently, Let Grow. It's letgrow.org. And Mm -hmm. and one thing that you posted, I think it was last week, and this is terrific, the Let Grow license. Can I just ask you about that? Oh, so this is just a little clip and save thing. You can go on. So if you go on letgrow.org and you look down at the blog posts, um, you'll see one that says give give your kid this LetGrow license. What it is, it's free. It's just a little piece of paper. Actually, if you join LetGrow, we're going to send these out to members. So if you go to LetGrow and you join us. Um, so it's a little um, credit card-sized card, business card-sized thing that says, I'm not lost. I'm a let grow kid. I'm, you know, my parents know where I am, and they want me to be outside. And if you don't believe me, A, read Huckleberry Finn. B, go to letgrow.org. C, call my parents. Here's their number. They think this is fine. Get out of my life. <laughs> and, and it also says, you know, I've been taught to not go off with strangers, but I can talk to strangers, which is why I'm talking to you. So kids, I mean, like our job as parents has always been to teach kids to, you know, how to be in the world. There's the expression, you know, you can't prepare the path for your child, so you prepare your child for the path. And that's what this card is saying. My, my parents have taught me how to cross the street, to look both ways. I can't get into a car with anyone. But other than that, they trust me outside, and it shouldn't be up to some busybody with a phone to call 911 and t- uh, turn our lives upside down simply because you think, that child looks very young. I don't think that's safe. Well, if my parents think it's safe, they probably care more about me than you do. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, that and much more, letgrow.org. Lenore, congrats uh, on this. And uh, again, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it, too. Thanks, and I'm always here for you, so call anytime. Oh, we will. Uh, thanks again. Lenore Skenazy, founder of the Free Range Kids Movement, chairman of or president of the Let Grow uh, nonprofit, letgrow.org. Uh, much more there. So, yeah, it's interesting now that it's got to the point where we've got states bringing in laws to codify all of this. So Utah, the first, apparently Arkansas had tried last year and that failed. So it is a first what Utah has done. And it's kind of sad that it needs to be done. Got a few texts here. Uh, This one says, Rob, my kids walk to school even when it's cold out. They wear their ski, uh, ski gear, protected from wind chill for the minus uh, for the 15-minute walk. We've been chastised by other parents for endangering our kids. No, we're not. We're empowering them. Right? And that's how weird things have gotten. I mean, it needs to be the norm that you would walk to school. I remember walking to school all the time. I, I get that sometimes kids have to be bused now because they got a long way to go. But if it's a 5 or 10 or even a 15-minute walk, what's the big deal? Or even to the bus stop. Kids are getting driven to the bus stop. Like this text says, Robbie, live a couple of blocks away from an elementary school. It's ridiculous how many parents I see get in their car after dropping up their kids and then driving a block back to their house. This text from Ryan says, I'm not sure I like the word free range. That's typically used for livestock, but I do support letting children enjoy some freedom to enjoy adventures, group playing, and so on. 974-8255. Uh, here's what else we got coming up on the program today. Uh, sentencing arguments 
for the individual who was arrested and charged with a kidnapping of journalist Amanda Lindhout. And what a remarkable story that was, given that this all happened in Somalia. So some justice uh, happening in a Canadian courtroom. Amanda Lindhout herself gave a pretty emotional victim impact statement today. Michael Couture covering the story for Global News. He'll join us later on today. We're going to talk about a decision by Walmart to remove Cosmopolitan magazine from the checkout newsstand. You can still go find it in the magazine section. But Cosmo, which is kind of a racy magazine, deemed by some to be inappropriate for the checkout line, where kids are often standing with mom or dad waiting uh, for the groceries to be paid for. They won't be seeing Cosmo anymore. We're going to talk about that later. Also, a great story out of Toronto. Some vegans were protesting outside a restaurant called Antler. And I'm going to mention the name a lot because I want people to go there if they ever go to Toronto. we got to get behind this guy. So vegans are protesting outside. So what does the owner of the restaurant do? Well, he comes to the window, uh, starts cutting up, I think it was uh, some deer meat right in front of them. Uh, And then after it's prepared, he comes back and, and eats it right in front of him. Good for him. Uh, but it caused, caused quite the kerfuffle. We'll get to that coming up after 1 o'clock. 974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.